This podcast, as much as I love it, is not without its challenges. And quite often, there are subjects that I have to take a moment and sit with. Luckily for me, there are lots of people I can talk to and have these conversations. Speaking of having conversations, this week, we're having a tough one, but I'm having it with someone that makes conversations like this easy. I have snatched up our friend from the pod, none other than Elise, from the in-between lounge to discuss Asian hate and also discuss, you know, just being a person of color. And interestingly enough, when I went to her to have this conversation, even though I knew this before, even more so. I realized that we are, it's the same struggle, just in different cultures. And, uh, you know, so conversations like these are hard, right? But when you're having a conversation like that, grab someone you trust and really have a sit down in a safe place, in a safe space and have the conversation. Because you don't learn anything unless you talk, unless you listen. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this connective episode of Beauty Reform School. Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child, the one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Before we jump in with Elise, I wanted to share a little snippet from an article that I read um, from Newsweek. It said, in 2021, many issues are designed to create a radical wedge between Asian and African Americans. Lawsuits about college admissions, grifts to justify African American poverty levels, reminders, reminders of distrust and anger, And yet, the shared struggle persists. Per the Pew Research Center, the number of Black and Asian Americans who reported experiencing discrimination during the coronavirus pandemic was the same. Four out of ten. Asian Americans want to feel the same support that they gave the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's 
a reasonable request in this circumstance. It's also why the truth matters more than ever. And I couldn't agree more. Granted, we all have our struggles, but that doesn't mean that you don't offer someone else a sweater, even if you're not cold. Your pain is valid, but so is theirs. And even if your viewpoints aren't the same, you have to hold space and honor their right to feel what they feel. Having said that, it is also important to educate yourself. And you can do that in a multitude of ways. Today, I'm going to educate myself a little bit. And I'm going to have this very, very tricky conversation with Miss Elise. So let's go. Elise, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's funny. It's like, I'm, I'm really excited just to get to chat with you again, as always. But, uh. We're going to be tackling quite the subject today, my friend. Yes, a necessary one at that. At that. I was, I went back and forth. I was trying to debate if it was even like, should I even do this? Should I go there? But you know what? These are the kind of subjects that we talk about here. So yeah, let's keep it raw and real lady. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm going to let you kind of kick it off because I want to, know what your experience has been lately and you know how you are and how it's going for you so we'll just let you kick it off with that all right lady well I'll try my best to uh keep it concise and precise (laughs) uh but with the two of us on here I'm not so sure that's gonna happen Uh -uh. Uh, (laughs) but um to be to be frank uh just to give a little background I am Vietnamese right um with I'm a mixed mutt, so to speak. Vietnamese, Cambodian, uh, with a little bit of Chinese in there. Yeah. And at the beginning of quarantine, when this all started with the COVID and the coronavirus, um, it was so much was an unknown, right? And with the current administration that was in place at the time, there was a lot of things swirling around and being said at a higher level that I think shouldn't have been said and how (laughs) seriously and um considering that that is of a presidential right level right uh it's very disheartening and kind of concerning and very dangerous yeah well Um, yeah Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so I will say to you that I didn't really, I mean, I heard it. I heard the speech, you know, I heard the conversations, I heard the news and I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like didn't really think anything of it, honestly, because I'm, I'm like, I'm not directly impacted yet. Right. Like technically speaking, I'm not, Mm -hmm. but then I was looking for a new place to live last summer and Mm. I must've seen like 20 some inside of three weeks period yeah wait wait elise 
Sorry. Yeah. That okay. was me. That was me. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I got nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so start again what you were saying about the apartment. So I was looking for apartments. I was looking for rentals. Um, inside of three weeks, I saw like 20 some, you know, rentals and me being a realtor, I can kind of just have access, you know, and I can just go. Right. It's not like I'm waiting for anybody to take me. Right. So right. I'm checking these out and I was in South Philly and my first encounter related to Asian hate, so to speak, happened like last May. And I was, I had my mask on as everyone mm -hmm. should when they're out in public spaces, especially right. during that time, because it was such an unknown. Right. And I was leaving one of the properties that I was looking at and I was walking towards my car. And as I got to my car, I took my mask off before right. I got into the car. Yeah. And just as I did that, a, a you know, Caucasian dude from mm -hmm. across the street saw me. Yeah. And told me to go back to China and take the coronavirus with me. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I knee-jerk reaction, like, kind of made a face to myself because I was already in the car and just getting ready to shut the door. Right. That I was like, well, first of all, I'm not Chinese, but that's beside the point. Right. I'm Asian is Asian, right? Like on the exterior, they're not going to know the difference. Yeah. And even if I was, was or wasn't Chinese, I don't blame the Chinese for the virus. So that's the other part. Right. But right. yeah, I just kind of was annoyed because I'm like, all right, the dude doesn't know me from Jibit, you know, whatever. And then I realized how important it was to wear my mask going forward because I was less recognizable yeah. as an Asian. Man, but just the fact that you have to even yeah. think about that right. you know, makes me sad and furious. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was quite. And that's just the thing, like not to spin it off and take away from the topic today. But like, no, no. you know, you think about Black Lives Matter and it's like, what can you guys do to hide? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Not a thing. So <laughs> technically speaking, um, I technically have a way to hide if I really wanted to. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so that's where I say, like, the other part of it is, is like, Asians, for the most part, have always been considered non-threatening. Right. We've been persecuted and enslaved many generations, many decades ago. We've been accosted and assaulted and all those things. Right. But not because we were threatening to mm -hmm. them. It was more because they knew they could do that to us. Right. Because we are more of a silent, more accommodating, more, you know, go with the flow. And it's not that we don't care or it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We are known to be, we just don't <clears throat> want trouble. Right. So whatever it is that we can do to shut up, if we have to pay, you know, pay them something, like literally this is just the way majority of gener older generation Asians have been. They're like, don't bring trouble to yourself. Right. Even if those other people are wrong, our elders have always taught us suck it up right like suck it up and move move on like don't don't hold pause for those people because it's going to bring us backward right? right but now the the generations of now are like no fuck that right right they're like no we have to speak up now because now look what happened like random asian people are getting attacked for no reason they're not even doing anything right and that's not to say that when it came to black lives matter that they deserve to have that punishment not at all Right. But if anything, to me, based on what I saw, I mean, Asians are being targeted now. Yes. But black lives were getting targeted for what? 
there, there's also no reason. Right. They're already, you know, intentionally trying to say that, you you know, black lives, black people are threatening and therefore they're just trying to prevent. Prevent what, though? Nobody right. did nothing to you. Right. So with the Asians, it's more like you we're already not threatening. So you're just going to hit us anyway. Like, in well, one I mean, breath, you know, it's it's almost like that that whole low hanging fruit thing. Like, it's like, you know, it's easy to pick on the person that's not picking on you. It's easy to pick on the person you feel is inferior to you or you are stronger than or whatever. Right, like the, the bullies, right? Like right. bullies. Exactly. Right. You don't go. The bully doesn't go for the, the person that looks tough. Right. 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 So that, yeah, so that's, that's the first incident. But then, you know, during that time, that early preliminary time last year, I think it was on the, the, uh, the subway, the L here in Philly that like somebody got a Chinese person got attacked either on the subway or, or at the platform. I don't remember. Right. But it happened last year. And at that time, my daughter was still riding public transit. And I was like, you can't do that anymore. Like, I have to go get you. Right. You know, like you just we're just a little bit more. Let's, you know, be careful, you right. know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, like when I go out now, literally we mask up and I wear a ball cap to kind of cover the top of my head. Yeah. And then like I haven't worn my sunglasses yet, but if I put them on, you can't tell. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I have to do. That's that's horrible, actually. That's really that's terrible. You yeah. know, because I'm not going to stay inside and not do shit just because I'm afraid. Right, right. But it's like I can't be completely clueless and oblivious and think that it won't randomly happen to me because it's already randomly happening. Right. Well, you know, something else, too, is that I was talking to somebody about this the other day and it. I've noticed that, like, it just seems like in the world or in the country at large, it's, um, you know, each group gets picked on. Like, you know, it's like a season. Yeah. It's like, let's pick on this particular group. Yeah. And then that group says, nah, nah, bruh. And then, like, protests and and stands up for themselves. And then they're like, oh, God, this is a mess. All right. Let's move on over to this group. Let's see how this group does. And then they mess with that group, and that group's like, no, not us either. Like, no, 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 no. And now they're moving on to another group, you know, and it, it, and it's just, I've just noticed that they're like, because I feel like it's almost a matter of trying to just see who they can dominate. Right. And that that's that's what it just seems to me, you know, like, because then when I use the word they, I'm yeah. that's actually I'm using it with a very broad stroke and yeah. basically I'm using it to describe anyone who wants to dominate and threaten and terrify us another group right that's, that's regardless yeah right. that's who they is for me right so when I when I see that they going after whomever it's just like you're just trying to find the weakest link. Like you're just go, you're hopping from group to group trying to find the weakest link. Right. It happened with Hispanics. It happened with Native Americans. It happened with Black people. It happened with Asian people. It happened with mixed race people. So right. it's just like it just goes on and on and on. And they just keep hopping from one group, you know, gays, everybody. Just right. like, let's hop from group to group to group to group and just see who we can intimidate and dominate and you know right uh, press into submission like whoever we're just gonna you know 
But each group is getting stronger by the day, and each group is saying, finally, like, nah. Like, right. straight, just nah. Like, we're not doing it. Right. And I mean, there are two things that I noticed, too, in the last couple months is that um, there's a big campaign trying to pin the Black community against the Asian community, vice versa. And that's why we're here. And that's <laughs> why you and I are here, because we've been friends forever. Yes. And we have a lot of uh, similarities and differences, but we're always embracing them and we're always celebrating them. Because um, because why not? That's I know. Part, that's the part I don't get. It, it's you, baffling. You don't, you don't ha- I mean, that's the joy for me. Right. Of knowing people different than myself. Like, right. that's the joy of it. It's like our differences is what's wonderful to me. Right. And I, I mean, and we find that we have quite a bit in common, of course, but, right. but there's also things that are not in common. And I think that that's great. That's not a problem. That's right. Not, that's not, a, that's not threatening to me. Right. It's not an issue. Right. It's, it's great to me. Right. So I don't understand, you know, and I don't want to be naive, of course, but that's the part that, that baffles me. That's the part where I'm like, what's the problem? Like, I don't understand why people don't like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, why? absolutely. And I think this is the part, though. This is the part, specifically the part between the Asians and the Black American community, right? Like African American, mm-hmm. Black American, all the Black, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the part that I think if someone could hear this, I hope that there's enough Black people listening to this that are kind of like on the fence because yeah. they're, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is that they have to understand that majority of the Asians that immigrate here mm-hmm. do not speak English as their first language. Right. That in itself is a language barrier that they're not going to understand is affecting the community because of this. Right. Because when they come in, they don't understand languages, but they're able to watch television, right? And when they see the news, and we know the news and media skews everything. Right. We know this. But the newer cycles of people immigrating here don't know that about the media. Right. They're coming to the United States for a better life, a new freedom, this, that, and the other. They don't realize because they majority of them don't even have TV in their own home country. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. don't know the media the way that we know media here in the U.S. The, the, the media coverage that we get here is vastly different than that of Europe. Right. Okay, and of other Asian countries. Because I've been to Vietnam multiple times. The way they do news over there is not the same way we do news here. It's totally different. Yeah. So the point that I'm getting at is that's the only thing that they have to try to assimilate into the culture now that they're in, like they're now in the United States. Right. Yeah. So if the news is painting a bad picture of black Americans, Mm -hmm. that's all they know. Yeah. They don't know anything else than other than every time the news comes up, they're just flashing it that it's a black person supposedly that's doing a crime. They don't show the white people doing it. Let's just say. Right. Yeah. When they're opening up these, convenience shops you know the little mom and pop convenience store and they're doing this and then they're suspect of a black person it's not that they want to be right but the news and the media have taught them to be this way towards black people Mm -hmm. so they're not technically chasing black people for black people they're chasing because it's like i saw you like someone like you on the news right therefore i'm supposed to protect my store right therefore i'm chasing you out yeah. Legitimately, they're not racist against the black community. Right. But they well, are they are being prejudiced because of what is de- depicted on the news. 
Right. And then so, that, that goes around and around. And oh, around and then because... it snowballs out of control. Right? right. And so then it's like, but when you think about it, I have so many friends that are Blasian, like legitimately black Asian right. parents. Like they, you know, Korean yeah. and black, Chinese and black, Vietnamese and black. There's so many of them. And I mean, even more so now that the fact that I can actually see t-shirts that are representing that right yeah. now in this year, like I've mm -hmm. not seen it in past years. Right, right. So that's just showing you that they're coming out by numbers. And I mean, my one girlfriend, her mom is v Vietnamese black. Yeah. And then she is, she is, let me see, her mom is Vietnamese black, but married black. Mm -hmm. Okay. So her mom's Vietnamese black, married black. So she's Vietnamese black, black, right? Right. But she looks like a caramel color, but then her mom is like darker. Uh -huh. And her dad is dark, right? When you look at her, she actually looks half Asian. But when you look at her mom, her mom looks black. Wow. But okay. her mom's, but, but PJ, the thing that's funny, her mom speaks no English. Wow. <laughs> but she's black. Like right. she looks black. It's Every time I see them, I like have to remind myself. That must drive people crazy when they're trying to talk to her because they just probably look at her and they're like uh, making assumption right off the bat literally so when my girlfriend hangs out with people because right. she looks mixed but mm -hmm. you still kind of associate her with being more black than asian right but she speaks completely fluent vietnamese and english like it's hilarious we love tripping people out right oh yeah and so but i'm like that there's not a true racist thing from what I know in my community of Vietnamese people against black people at all. We love black people. Like we're so about it. If anything, what's funny is we're actually anti-Chinese. Wow. Which is something that people don't realize that not all Asians actually band together. When no, Trump... they don't. No, no, no. That's very true. It's true of a lot of different races, actually. Yes. They don't know this. So when Trump announced that he was going to like sever ties with China or he was going to do this, that, and the third with China, literally everyone but the Chinese was vying for that. And the reason why my own parents voted for Trump was for that statement. Wow. Right. And that's what a lot of people, there was a billboard. I don't know if I told you the last time we spoke, but there was a billboard on 95 that said Asians for Trump. I did hear about that. Right. And that was because of what he said about going against China, because the majority of Asians, especially Vietnam, does not like China because China is actually trying to take over Vietnam. Right. So it's been this ongoing thing for years now. And a lot of people don't know because they're not watching European news like that. Right. Right. So I, it, that's just it. Like, and I tell people all the time, I was like, don't let me in there with everybody else. Cause it's not, it's not all together. Right. 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, you know what? It's weird because I I remember uh, living in a several different neighborhoods, several several hoods that had uh, you know a Chinese food restaurant um, on the corner, you know, like that little corner restaurant. Yeah, and the little takeout, you know. Yeah, and I remember um, I lived above one at one point, and I used to love it because I would call them on the phone, and then I'd just come down and get my stuff. And, but I remember going down there to go pick up my stuff and different, you know, black people would come in there and some would be polite. Some would be really rude. Um, you know, when they were ordering and yelling at them through the glass and like the whole nine. And it used to just, it used to upset me. And I always would try to forge good relationships with those, those folks. Cause you know, just me being in customer service, I just was like, they, what kind of day are they having with like people yelling at them and through the, the yeah. glass all day? Like yeah. that sucks, you know? Like, yeah. 
So I tried to be extra polite and extra nice, you know, to I mean, balance it out, you know. But um, but I, I, you know, when I and I thought about, I would think about it a lot, and I'm like, well, you know, it it was such a like it just went around and around because it's like here you are, you you got a bulletproof glass, yeah, and that's it. That's sort of that's insulting, you know, right. the fact that you have to like wrap a fortress around yourself just to serve the black community right but then you look at it the other way and you're like why did they get that glass like how did that start you know well right. obviously something popped off for them to put that glass on there you right know? and then you just think about that and then you know then they they scratch it up they graffiti it up and now they're sitting in this they spent all this money on this glass and now it's all cloudy and gross and graffiti's all over it and you know this and that and the other and I'm like, it just goes around and around and around. Yeah, it perpetuates. You know, it perpetuates because it's just like the black people are like, why they have glass? And then the, then, then the Asian people are like, why are they ruining our glass? You know? and, then, and then it's like, well, why are they, you know, and the Asian people are like this to us. And the black people are like, oh, well, they, but they treat us like that. Right. Just, there's no, it, you can't even find the beginning. Right. Or the end. Like, you know, it just goes around and around. Right. And the miscommunication, right, in itself. And then when you think about it, too, on top of that. It, just going back to like what the Black Lives Matter, right? Like there was that campaign for a while that said, oh, you like black culture, but you don't like black lives. Like, right. you know, like you want to listen to our music and follow our trends and do this, that, and the third, for real. but you don't want to protect us. Right. But then if you think about Chinese food, dude, everybody's ordered Chinese at one point in their life. Because yep. you're going to eat my food, but then you're going to try to beat me in the street. You know, like. Right. And yeah. And lots of black people love to wear like Asian garb. and Yeah. And, you know, and follow Asian culture. Yeah. And all that other kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's very true. It's very, very true. You know, so I mean. So it, but that that also makes me think it's like if, it's like we do like each other. Like, do you don't even know? Yeah. Like we do like each other. So why don't we just put the other stuff down? Right. And, you know, enjoy each other. Like, why can't we do that? Right. You know, like that's, you know, because obviously people like it. You know, like we, we, we're intrigued by your culture. You're intrigued by ours. Let's just, let's just put it out there. What is the problem? What's wrong? Right. You know? Right. And and I can't name, like, how many people wear wing liner? Like, come on. Right. Guilty. Like, I mean, (laughs) all the time. Right. And and where did that come from? Right. The Asian almond eye. Right. Right. Now, granted, Egyptians did it too. Right. Sure. Very true. But I got I to gotta say that. Again, Egyptians but it's also Euro, European, like not here. Exactly. So it's like, come on now, like do your research. You know, y- you can't have that much hate for a particular culture, but yet co-opt so much of their culture. Like it's, it's just not, it's not cool. And that goes on, that goes for both sides. Right. Like you can't you can't do that. Like you you learn learn more. Like if you like that culture, learn more about that culture. Like if if Asian people are taking on hip hop and stuff right. like that, learn about the learn it. Like really learn it. Don't copy it. Learn it. Right. Which it. which to to the point that just brought up recently too was that you know we we have Black History Month, mm-hmm. right? And yet we've like well where's the Asian blah 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 like where did it, like even Chinese New Year happens. Yeah. We don't get like even they've celebrated um what's that holiday? They've celebrated um what is that black holiday I'm thinking about? Juneteenth? No, there's another one. It's like an African American holiday. Oh, oh a Dunday? No, not a Dunday, but you're getting closer. <laughs> it's something like that. I gotta look it up right now. But it happens 
I forget when it happens, but it's on the calendar and it's celebrated. I've seen in the school district, but like Vietnamese, Chinese, lunar calendar, New Year. Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm like racking my brain. I'm I know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sitting here because I'm like, I swear to God, I'm losing brain cells by the day. No, but, no, no. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I was thinking K, but I didn't want to say Kenya. But it's right, Kwanzaa. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. that's, I remember being in grade school learning about Kwanzaa. So, right. like, literally, there's some parts where they do celebrate and then Black History Month, right? But, like, the Asians, we never got it as an excused day of absence um, to celebrate our Lunar New Year. Right. Never. And this year, this year, my daughters actually had an excused absence on that day. I've never seen that in my entire life. So, that is a step, right? Like, that's a step. And there's yeah, more Asian. That's culture. a good one. Yeah. And there's more Asian celebrated holidays more asian awareness i mean more political things related to the asian community that i think nobody ever knew about because we are so focused on other minority groups right yeah and, and we didn't and the thing of this is asian people for the most part we never really made us think about not being discussed yeah, because yeah. again that community of people for the most part didn't want to bring attention right so they're just like, regardless if it's good attention or bad, they're just all like, we're just here to make money and we're just going to mind our own business. Right. So yeah. now I posted an, uh, a TikTok video I found on all my IG channels, um, I think maybe two weeks ago. And it was yeah. an Asian girl just talking about the Asian hate crimes and then talking about Black Lives Matter and Black versus Asian versus whites versus the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I had somebody on one of my other accounts, not my main Instagram account, but my, um, I think it was my bartending account. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a white dude that follows me started saying that he felt like he was being attacked because she kept talking about white supremacy. And I had to do a response. Like I, I responded via comments to him, but then I was better for me to respond via actual like video. So I did an Instagram live responding to his comment. And I said, at the end of the day, you don't have to be so mad at the narrative because it doesn't matter what the narrative is. If you're not racist, it doesn't matter if they're saying blacks are racist or whites are racist or Asians are racist. If you specifically are not racist, it doesn't matter what the group is that they're targeting. Well, the thing that gets me regarding that is, everybody has bigotry and prejudice and bias everyone yes and that's that's a hard pill to swallow you don't want to you don't want to swallow that but once you get that down then you the rest gets easier because the the denial and the fight about that is what keep what keep what stops people right you know you have to just admit to yourself that you have biases right and you have you have a miseducation and you have things that you don't understand and you don't know. You haven't done the, the work. You haven't learned it. Right. So you, you're living off of things that you've been taught growing up. You're living off of things that you've seen and you don't know the full story. It's all so it is. So it's like, but I noticed that a lot of people, non-people of color tend to get very bent out of shape right. and they get really, really tense right. about that. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm look. I know it doesn't feel good to have the spotlight put on you in this way. Right. I know that you feel attacked and uh, brutalized about it, but it's not about attacking you. It's about getting to the root of it so we can fix it. Right. So it's like, look, yes, there's a problem. Like, and, and if we even just took that word, like, if we stopped even saying, you know, you're racist or whatever, but just say, hey. 
there's a problem. Right. We have a problem. Right. Then let's fix the problem. Right. So it's like, that's the problem. Because I, what I pretty much put back in his court was I said, don't shoot the messenger. That's the first part. But secondly, I was all like, be angry that the fact that those people exist, which is why we can call it out. I'm like, the reason why you can say, quote unquote, white supremacy, because there are actual white supremacists somewhere. So if they didn't exist, we couldn't say it. So forget you not being part of it. Like you're taking you're taking it as a whole. I get it. But I'm like, but at the end of the day, if you yourself know you're not racist and you don't consider me racist, but we're both mad about racism, period. Let's be mad at the people that continue to be racist, whoever they are. So I was like, and he didn't, he did not come back for me. Like, you know, he, he knew that when I said it that way, there was no other way to go. Cause I wasn't trying to be combative at all. I was like, listen, dude, how do you think I feel? Because I get attacked for no reason whatsoever sometimes. And now you're saying that you don't deserve to be attacked. You personally don't, but guess what? You got people that are your skin tone that are doing it. So at the end of the day, that's going to happen. But we have those same types of people in every single race doing it. Right. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, I get where you're getting mad about the white narrative, but then yeah. I'm like, at the same time, that narrative will always be a narrative on the opposite side. Yeah. So, well, I had a, I had a thing that happened a while back where I had done a post for the next episode of the podcast. And there was a thing where it was like, you know, elevate black podcasters, you know, and we were all supposed to hashtag that or, you know, right. so I did. You know, and I, I put everything that I normally put. And then along my hashtags, I put like elevate black podcasters. I don't even think that was the actual uh, uh, hashtag, but it was something like that. Um, it had the word black in it. So then um, someone, of course, put a comment and said, what if I had put elevate white podcasters? Oh, God, I hate people. And I said, all, and I, I, I it, you know, it stopped me in my tracks for a second. And then I had to like gather myself. And then I said, well, I put that hashtag because we are promoting black podcasters this month. And the reason that we are promoting black podcasters is because we don't need to elevate white podcasters because they're already out there. There's no, they have a majority them. of the platform. Exactly. So there's no need to elevate them. So that's why we're talking about black podcasters. We're highlighting black podcasters this month. And that's why we're doing it. If we, if, if white podcasters needed elevation, that would be one thing, but they don't, they're everywhere. Right. And he never answered, like he never responded right. because, because he knew it was true. Right. So it's, it just goes back to, it just goes back to what you're saying because it's like, and you know, people don't want to use the whole racism thing because it's like a big scarlet letter that they they feel like they're going to walk around with the rest of their yeah. lives. But the truth is, it's not. There's a million anti-Nazis, anti—you know—reform neo-Nazis, reform Klansmen. Right. They're not racist now. Right. They've they've educated themselves and they've changed themselves, right. and they took they they acknowledge the issue. Right and change themselves and learn and they live a different way now so you don't have to walk around with the scarlet letter on yourself if some if you feel that you are racist in some way your your primary goal should be to change it and to teach yourself and learn and reform your behavior that's That's it just just atone for what you thought you knew that you now know isn't the truth like 
literally right. it's a learning thing. We have to evolve, right? And the only way that we can sustain our culture and our society is if we just think and grow along with the times, right? And I mean, the fact that we're even in this state in the in the 2000s is like baffling to me because I'm like, right. oh, why are we even here in this space? You would think by now you would think. evolved in such a way that this wouldn't even be a conversation. And here's the thing. I understand that, especially going back to that whole uh, language barrier yeah. thing. Um, I understand that it can be intimidating. So if you meet an Asian person that doesn't speak English and you feel intimidated because you're like, how am I going to communicate with this person? I don't understand. Like, I don't know how to communicate with this person. And then you feel a little shut off because you're just like, I, I don't even know where to right. start. Like, what, what do I right. do? Then educate yourself. Right. Educate yourself. Learn more about their culture. Do do that. And at the very least, if you don't feel like doing any of that, one little thing you can do, just one tiny little thing, 100% free, giving you this free coupon to do this. When you look at them in the face and your eyes meet, you smile or you give them a nod. That's it. Or you say hello. Right. It's not that That's it. I know. It's not that hard. And yet, That's all. And yet people can't people can't do it. Right. And I mean, you, I had a conversation before we were talking about affirmative action and like a lot of people, the majority people don't realize that the minorities of us really don't like affirmative action, but it's in place because of discriminatory and, you know, the lack of inclusion, blah, blah, blah. Like at the end of the day, like you should be hiring me because my resume says as such, not because right. you need to satisfy a quota of minority percentages in your company. Yeah. You know, like, right. but for whatever reason, they seem to think that we are like looking for those opportunities when truly we're not. But it was made in, it had to be made because there were so right. many companies that weren't really hiring. Yeah, they wouldn't do it unless they were forced. right. So, right. I mean, there's so much uh, like people are not educated about when it comes to just those conversations, too. And it's like, you yeah. guys really don't get it. Like, you guys just don't understand. I mean, in uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, where my parents are from, where I was raised, yeah. basically, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't know. And I literally just had this conversation with um, my my daughter's dad um, last week, actually. Uh it, the KKK is alive and well, and one of the headquarters is in Reading, Pennsylvania. Wow. If people didn't know, Brooks County is like Pennsylvania Dutch country, right? Like anything yeah. related to Germans and Pennsylvania Dutch, there's a very, very big community in Brooks County as a whole. So when you think about Reading going towards Allentown and Easton, Bethlehem going out that way, there's a lot yeah. of white folk, okay? So there used to be on Dateline NBC and 2020. And I'm talking back when I was like eight or nine. So we're talking well over. So, you know, like literally three decades, four decades ago that um, they did a big series on the KKK in Berks County. And a woman had to go into the witness protection program because of it, because she was a mixed interracial black, white woman. And she had a child. And they were like, they do not condone that type of family set up in Berks County, specifically in Reading. They actually videoed um, the KKK, like undercover downtown Reading. And I remember the scene so vividly because I was watching on TV when they were doing the news. And 
you know, said that we don't advocate for those types of people here. Right. And they drove her out of Brooks County and she went to witness protection because she had, while she was living in Reading, her house had got put set on fire, like all kinds of craziness. And they just drove her out of the county altogether. Like she couldn't even. Wow. And I remember watching that and being scared because I remember translating for my dad at the unemployment office. And I remember the disparaging and derogatory things that were being said to my dad all the time. And he would ask me, what did they say? What did they say? And I would just make up something. I didn't Mm -hmm. want to tell my dad. But meanwhile, I was barely in first grade. and I was like on the verge of tears trying to hold it back and not tell me hurt. So I tell people is that we've been dealing with it. But because we try to keep the peace so much, people kind of like will start with us uh, and they'll try us a couple times. Mm -hmm. They don't get anywhere. And then they just leave us alone. And then they'll just come back when they're bored, you know? Right, because it's like, how how fun is it to insult someone if they don't understand what you're right. saying? Right, and we play dumb all the time because we use the language bar- barrier as an excuse not to, 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 to right, act, right, you know, right. as not to, you know, understand you on purpose. So, you know, and then the other side of it, too, that I wanted to say was there is a well-known um, influencer here in Philadelphia. She's actually mm-hmm. a great person. Like, she's so lovely. And she's Black. And she had a situation happen, I want to say, during quarantine where she ordered from a specific website that I also order from that is based out of China. Okay. Mm-hmm. She, she does like these clothing calls, you know, and she'll post what she mm-hmm. got and stuff. I've met her in person. She's great. Like I don't have anything negative to say about her at all. Yeah. However, she ended up seeing on their website, basically the swastika symbol. What? And let me continue. Right. <laughs> I already see your wheels are spinning. She saw the swastika symbol in a whole bunch of outfits, a bunch of clothes, a bunch of jewelry on this website. And ultimately, literally, like, lost her shit, right? She's like, I can't believe that I've been supporting this company, this brand, you know, all all this time to see that they're, like, they have this. They have the swastika. Right, but wait a minute. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead and say it. I know what you're going to say. So she literally, like, literally calls them out. Mm Mm-hmm company does respond to her and lets her know that that original swastika symbol is actually a buddhist symbol yes i did hear that i did it's existed since way before hitler yep and he took the symbol yeah right so they explained that to her she wasn't having it but if she would have just literally googled it and i'm telling you first page of google you google buddhist swastika yep Literally, it, she'll see the origins of it existed way before he ever did, and that it was a peace symbol. Right. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't take much effort, really, to find that out. Right, right, right. But that he goes back cr- to educating yourself, you know? Right. Before right. you go off, before you go off, right. do the research. She, yeah, and she did. She went off, and I, from my knowledge, I haven't seen her correct that. So, mm. I was just kind of, like, put off because I have met her, and she is so lovely. Yeah, and so I would have not expected her to go off that way. Well, I mean, because, but it's such a visceral thing, like, you know, and racism is so, oh, it's so, like, it, it's so, I don't even know the word. Like, layered. It's, it's layered. Yeah, it's layered, but it also just creates such an effect immediately. Like, yeah, you know, especially on people who have been persecuted, it gives them such an effect right away. Yeah. And before they can think logically there are right. feeling things yeah. so it's it is hard you know to just stop 
when you like, yeah. you feel a certain way and then you have to you know stop and then process and then move from there and a lot of people don't have that skill set no. to do that they just feel immediately and then react right, right. away right it's very so, important to be able to do that it it really really is right oh hi police i know they're driving by right now jesus <laughs> craziness yeah, but, um, it's, but it's um, it's very, very um, it's very important. And I was saying that just the just the last episode that we just did, um, I was saying that when you when something happens that uh makes you angry or upsets you, before you jump right onto social media, you first should stop and think on it. Yeah, and then you know, and I said, and I gave the exercise that you should just write everything out, like, you know, go to the notes section of your phone or whatever else, or if you like pen and paper, do that. Write it all out the way you feel it right then and there. Then right. sit it down. Right. Go Leave it. Go get something to eat. I don't know. Yeah. Come back later. Look at it. And then decide if it's, right. if you should, if it's worth putting, posting, you know, because it, give it a second. Let it, let it, let it rest for a minute. That should be for any interaction, really. Because so I have interactions with my ex-husband that, oh, girl, mm-hmm. like legitimately, if I would really follow through on the thoughts that I have right when they happen, right, we would be in a way worse place. Right, right. And I'll write emails and keep them as drafts just to get all my shit out of my system. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll vent to like a close friend or even my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'll back up and I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. Right. Like I because that you I, nine, 90% yeah. of the time, that's, that tends to be it's the end result. You're just like, you know what? Emotion. It's not. Yeah, it's emotional. It's an emotional response, you know? And, and I mean, we're a human, so we're not perfect. We're going to make those mistakes and we're going to react emotionally because it's just in our nature. Right. But um, it's a human condition, you know? So. And may I but, remind everyone that no matter what you post, even if you took it down two minutes later, Someone, it's already it's already out there. Someone could have screenshot it, whatever the case, and they can use it against you later. So just it's better to not, you know, it's just better right. to not. And just like and like and like Elise said, it's out there forever. You think you got rid of it, but you did not. No, you did not. It's still out there. So right. Just just be mindful of that. Like, you know, don't don't give them that that ammunition against you. Just, you know, right. Just don't no. Sometimes the best revenge is no revenge. Sometimes, like, if someone makes... I had someone make a bunch of comments uh, the other day, and I just didn't respond. I just stopped responding. They kept responding, and I refused. I They're talking to themselves. Yeah. They kept saying, and another thing. Men, 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 men. I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm going to go watch Divorce Court. Like, you know, I was just like, yeah. I'm not... I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it with you. Go ahead and have fun with yourself. Go argue with yourself and I'll be over here. And sometimes it's like, you know, you have this amazing rebuttal, right? Like, you're like, oh, this would be amazing if I could just shut them down. Uh -uh. And then you're just like, you know what? But is it even worth it? Like, you got to really say to yourself, because sometimes it it is worth it. I have to say some rare cases. Yep. There's a there's a dickhead in the midst. And you're like, you know what? I'm about to get you. I'm coming for you. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most of most most conversations, it's like no, yeah, no, it just went over their head. They don't care. Right. It's like so, right. It is. It's just, it's just we're spending too much energy focusing on things that shouldn't be focused on. Really. Right. 
So um, it's just it's just discerning, you know, like to see that that's where we are right now, you know. So I'm kind of thankful that like both of my daughters aren't back in physical school. Um, I know the in the fall, the plan is that everybody goes back. A lot of people have gone back yeah. to the city, you know, mm-hmm. but um, my minds are still here until until the fall. So we're still OK and we're still in the house and. We're still just doing the minimal thing that we need to do is running to the store and getting what we need and coming back. Yeah. Um, but like now that the weather's getting better, we want to be out and about. But then it's kind of like, but at what at what cost? Because any random thing could happen at any time. Right. You know, and it's like, I'm definitely a mouthy person. So like, I've definitely right. the defense of other people being picked on, regardless of what their skin color is. If you're being picked on, I'm going to jump in if I can. Right, right. And Sometimes it's hard because you need to mind your business sometimes, right? And you're yeah, like, that's don't get involved. Yeah, because I'm, I'm good for that. Like, if something yeah. happens, I'm good for, like, don't talk to her like that. Or what do you mean? Or what are you doing? Like, you know what right. I mean? But in today's world, you do have to be a lot more careful. Because I used well, to be yeah. a lot more mouthy back in the day. But now I try to pause myself. Like, the minute I feel something in my chest, like, as soon as someone says something, I get irritated. I try to pause for a second and really like assess the situation because you just never know. Well, you don't. Did you see the the coverage they had in the news? Was it like two weeks ago where there was a whole bunch of guys running around on, on ATs in the city? Did you see this? No. And so it was basically a whole gang of like black guys, honestly. They were running around AVs, which they're technically not supposed yeah, to run Yeah, not in the street. The no. But they were in the city over by City Hall. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And one guy stopped short at the light. So like he stopped when he wasn't expected to stop. Yeah. And the car that was directly behind him bumped the back of his AV because he stopped so short. Yeah. Yeah. So he came out and beat the guy up and had a gun. Wow. Like, But your ass, the reason why he bumped you was because you stopped abruptly in the middle of the street. Right. And you weren't even supposed to be on that street. Right. So you, you're the one that stopped. So he couldn't avoid bumping you because you were directly in front of him. Right. You got out and you literally pulled the guy out of his car, beat him up. And then he pulled a gun. And then that's how did all he pull him out of his car. He literally went up to the car and just started hitting up on the guy. He like opened the door. Oh, see, no, 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 he no. Just went not through, opening but, the door. <laughs> like literally went bananas on the guy. And I think maybe his window was already down or I don't know what it was. Oh, right. Okay. I was but just the curious reaction about wasn't, that. Because I'm but like, the yeah, that, was fast enough yeah 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 I you was just know? curious and and like the whole gang of them started to like act out and it was like but then you understand then you understand though like you're acting up when you're the one that technically caused that right. to happen right. so then and why do people paint you in a bad light well you just showed them right right and so that was the news coverage and it was like and i was frustrated because i'm like you see it in the footage like because the guy yeah. i think was, i don't know if the guy was an uber driver or not yeah had a, a camera going on his dash so i think he was like an uber driver or lyft so he has it already pre you know he yeah, already yeah. had up on his dash so you could see the guy coming towards the car you saw the whole thing happen jesus so nothing to there was nothing that you could actually argue right you know like That's literally gets me so frustrated too because it's like as i sit here and fight for my you know for my people you know for people of color i sit there and fight for them you got ones like that and then i got I got someone coming up to me. Yeah, but what did you hear about this? And look how they did that. And I'm like, great. Like, you know, it's like you're not helping me at all. Like, I'm no. trying to say that not all people of color are this way. And then I get, but you got all this ammunition against me. You know, it's like, 
And, right. and that still doesn't mean that all people of color are bad. It just means no, that it, does. it just means that those things get put it, pushed into the spotlight to to build arguments. And right. It's, it's annoying. It's very annoying. I, I, I personally can't stand it. But, yeah, because you know. you're not at zero. You're at negative zero. Right. You just can't even get to zero. Like, no. It's, it's very frustrating. <laughs> it is. And because I told my own father, I said, you have to understand something. Like, if you think about a, a cemented sidewalk, I was like, the black community isn't even the sidewalk. No. You're not even the gravel under the sidewalk. No. You're dirt layer all the way, all the way at the bottom. Yeah. Trying to break through the concrete, which is zero. Yeah. So, like, you're, the, the level and the lengths that you have to go to to prove worthiness yeah. is at such a disparaging and at, at such a, dis, a disadvantage already. Yeah, and like for us, we're technically not the cement, but we're like literally right underneath it. Yeah, for the, the Vietnamese community because we're more accommodating, so they're gonna let us be a little closer, right? right. But I think in, in in essence, majority all minorities are not at zero. Yeah, and being born not. here, being born into the United States of America, and being born as a U.S. citizen still doesn't give you the right of passage. That's the whole issue with minorities in general. That's why they're minorities. Yeah. You know, because they're not at zero. Right. Because they're under, 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 under the surface. Right. And it just, it just, and it's almost like you can just never, ever, ever catch up. No, you can't. There's, there's never a way because even when you're doing amazing and you're excelling, people always put a question mark to as to why you are like, are you really excelling because you're really one of the better ones or are you only excelling? Because again, is it because you're the quota? They wanted to make it look like you could excel because you are a minority. Like they're trying to paint the picture because they're supposed to for corporate or what, what's the reason? You yeah. know, we still don't ever really know when we're chosen to represent, are we really representing the company are we representing that language of them showing that there's no discrimination? Yeah. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like even yeah, in corporate world, that's just what it is. So when people are giving me compliments about stuff, I always say, thank you, but I really don't want to be the line in the limelight. I'm always the one that wants to do everything. And if it went well, great. Don't give me credit for it. And people right. laugh at me. They're like, Elise, why are you hiding? You deserve that credit. I said, but I know I did it regardless if you give me the credit or not. I don't need the credit like that. I just need to know that that was exactly what they wanted. If that's right. what they wanted, just say that you had an amazing person execute that. I know you're talking about me. I don't need you to actually put my name out there and say it. Yeah. And they're just surprised because they're like, why wouldn't you want that actual personal credit for this? And I said, because with it comes responsibilities that I don't want. Right. You know, right. I think no, really. the majority of, the majorities of the world don't realize what that means because they're always looking for that light. They want to have the credit. Right. And for me, I'm like, I don't want the credit. I just want to know that it went well and it got executed. And that's all I need to know. Yeah. You know, like I, cause I'm not going to get paid any more for it. Right. You know, but people think they do. And then they just push, right. They want that. I'm like, I don't need, like if I win the lottery, I don't want you to know. Oh, I know. That's right. <laughs> But you see how many people brag about it when they win? No. no I'm no, like, no, how no, dumb no. are you? Because everybody and their mother's going to come out. All of a sudden, they're like a 15th cousin removed or some shit. You know? <laughs> I'm like, Pretty no. Much. <laughs> right. No, no. No, no, no. 
Yep, it's gonna be way more attention than you were even going to want. Yeah. So there's that. I brag about that shit. It'd be no. like, oh, I'm I'm vanished and I find my body somewhere. Like literally, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Well, to wrap this up, let's just uh, recap here. Um, so basically, when it comes to this subject, I know that it's difficult, but probably one of the best things that you can do is go talk to your friends. Yeah. Go talk to them. You know, see how they feel about it. See where they stand with it. Have a open dialogue with them about it. If you don't have friends who are Asian or if you don't, if you're Asian and you don't have friends who are Black, maybe that's where you start. Maybe you start thinking about why that is and start looking into that and start educating yourself about different cultures in general. I mean, because I've always learned about different cultures, like the schools I went to were really the were good good schools who actually did talk about each other's cultures. We had culture day. We talked about our cultures. We would have like show and tell where we would talk about things in our, you know, our families and our cultures and stuff. And I always thought it was fascinating and amazing. Yeah. And I think that people need to do more of that, you know, invite people over. How, you know, if you have a get together, invite them to your house, let them see what it's like, you know, take them to church, do whatever you do. Right. But that way, you can learn more about each other. It's like just just a one experience like that will open up people's horizons and teach them things. And I think more people need to do that. Yeah. Um, I know that sometimes people are scared to do that because they're like, oh, my family's going to be ignorant. No, I don't do it. But right. you know? it's true, so, though. It's true. It is. No, I, I know that. You know, <laughs> I know that for a fact. You know, um, my mom ironically which was hilarious is she used to call me unicef because she used to say that you know or the she's called me unicef or the united nations right you know because every time she would come pick me up from school or whatever i'd be like oh this is so-and-so he's from russia oh this is so yeah. korea oh this is so-and-so he's from africa and she's like i never know what culture i'm gonna meet when i come see you when i come to pick you up yeah you know, like, and I was just like, this is my new friend. He's, you know, from Tanzania. And she's like, okay, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful thing that we can really sincerely yeah. race each other. And I mean, I got so many texts that week when all those news things broke out, you know, about me being safe and then people letting me know that they supported me, you know, and all this. I'm yeah. so thankful for it. But I mean, for you, especially, and for me, we're women. Yeah. Forget that. That's a whole nother layer. I know. Like, forget the whole cultural racism thing. I've always had to look out for myself because being a woman walking around by yourself or doing anything by yourself, especially at an hour that's not acceptable to be around by yourself. Right. You Mm -hmm. already are already watching out for yourself as it is as a woman. Yeah. So it's like that other piece in there is just another thing that I'm already used to, you know, because I've been doing it my whole life. I mean, my ex-husband, when we had a conversation last week, I was telling him some things that happened in my childhood that he never knew about me yeah. because he never thought to ask and right. didn't realize that I had already been subjected to Asian hate because he just, for whatever reason, thought that we just never did. My mom has a business in Reading. She has a bridal shop. If anything, after I told you about the KKK, yeah, I was so afraid for her business. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, you're absolutely right. We need to just embrace each other, educate, and know that nothing can be assumed. Right. And, and also, just humble yourself a bit. And if you don't understand something or you don't know it, just tell the person that. 
Yeah, that's totally just to say, hey, listen, I don't, you know, I, I I did a little Google search. I saw this and that, but I I still don't understand it. You you know, you mind if you tell me yeah. why this or that is this? And and that person, you know, if they're your friend, they probably will tell you, right? You know, or they might just say, hey, look up blah blah blah, and you'll you'll see it, you know, and and then you know where to go. Yeah, you know, it's you know, I understand Google is a very wide margin, so sometimes it's hard to get the right search, you know, but. But if you talk to someone who you truly feel like is your friend, then they can help you out a little and they can guide you in the right direction. But you have to humble yourself. You have to be prepared to humble yourself. You have to be prepared to admit that you don't know things. Yeah. And you have to you have to humble yourself to learn. That's the only way we're gonna get through this bullshit. Absolutely agree. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I have no problem telling people I don't know something because I'm like, oh, the only question that's stupid is one that's not asked. Right. So. You know, and that, that brings us back to, like, that's what I've always said when it came to beauty. Like, you, can I ask a stupid question? I'm like, you know, the, the only one is the one you don't ask. Right. So it's like, it's there's not, don't feel bad about not knowing something. Yeah. That's why you're here. Right. You know, you're here to learn. Speaking of beauty, what's going on with your beauty routine right now? My beauty routine right now? I have been discovering so many nice oils skin-friendly oils and one specifically I just got in the last month was magnesium oil for the face yes okay and please tell us what this magnesium oil is supposed to do so the magnesium in general is really good for the body it's just known to have so many benefit uh you know medicinal benefits yes it helps with redness inflammation rosacea evening out skin tone um the specific one i got is from an online store uh called dope minerals Mm -hmm. and she actually has one that also has cbd in it but i didn't get that one because i just wanted like a nice you know straight up right 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 and i've been using it and honestly i couldn't believe it because i thought let me just try it on myself i was going to use it for my daughter because she has eczema which is also beneficial for eczema and I was using it on myself because I was having some redness issues. And within inside of like two weeks, my skin was like clear. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm all about this. So like, really, I've just been doing a lot of red light therapy on my face prior you know, yeah. to the warmer season coming up uh-huh. and doing that oil and doing a lot of um, hydration with like hyaluronic acid and stuff. Like that's just like really no frills, like five step. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've been doing. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. Well, your skin looks fantastic anyway, so. Thank you. I try. I'm trying to maintain, the, you know, I keep telling people Asian don't raisin, so. <laughs> <laughs> Where my grades are coming out big time. You see my pictures I'm putting I do, and I love that you're embracing them. Yeah. I do. I love yeah. it. I love it, love it, love yeah. it. Lastly, please tell us about the In Between podcast, please. So the In Between podcast has been my love, my baby, much like your podcast is to you. Um, It is called the In Between because we are constantly transitioning in life. There's no end because ending would technically mean we died. Mm -hmm. We are going to be in between things, in between school, in between relationships, marriage, divorce, midlife crisis, change of jobs, just all those things. And they happen and they're cyclical and they're, New things happen when we didn't expect them to be. And I am hosting on Clubhouse right now. Um, we call the In Between Lounge, where yeah. every Wednesday evening we have a conversation and we dissect and we uh, discuss topics that are a little bit controversial. 
aim yes. of the in-between isn't for you to be converted to the thinking. It's just for you to op- open up your mind to the possibility of another answer. Which just goes right back to what we were talking about. Yes. So uh, definitely something for you and me to discuss more. Yeah, I have to get on Clubhouse. I did get your invite. Yeah. I have not. I'm not. Um, I'm not on Clubhouse yeah. yet, so I have to uh, look at it. I think it. you should try it. You might. You might be pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised when I found it myself. Trust me. Okay. It really? Because I was just like, oh God, another one. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, oh, another one. I don't know if I'm ready to commit to another one. Yeah. It's another platform. It's great because it is all audio, like how we are right now. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. no image. There's nothing else to distract you from the conversation. Oh, so okay. what's happening is you're just meeting a lot of people depending on what they call them rooms and hallways, right? You go through the hallways and you'll see these different rooms and they'll have their, the room title, like what's in that, what conversations are being had. And you can choose to enter and listen, or you can choose to enter and participate, and, oh. you know, part of the conversation. And these rooms get big. They're like hundreds okay. of thousands of people sometimes in a room, which is very empowering so to speak so i think you might find it refreshing okay well that's good yeah. so where can we find um in between podcasts or is it just that it's just on clubhouse right now uh, we're developing the audience right so we we're on every wednesday night uh, between six and eight o'clock um okay. i host a room and we discuss various topics and then if the conversation is really really impactful we carry the conversation over to part two on saturday nights Oh, and then okay. it becomes okay. kind of like a cocktail hour conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. So everybody go over to Clubhouse and check out Elise and the in-between lounge. Thank you, mamas. Go ahead and check it out. Absolutely. And I would like to thank you so much for having this conversation. I knew if there was one person that I could have this conversation right with it would definitely be oh uh, we always have a good conversation and we keep it real so i appreciate you we keep it real yeah. and and it's you know there's no there's no stress about it that's what i love that we can just have these com- these very candid conversations and i just i love yeah that. it's and i love you love you lady uh thank you so much i will talk to you soon okay talk to you soon bye I think we covered it as well as we could for one podcast episode. If there's some insights you'd like to share, you know where to go. You can either reach us on Facebook or Instagram, both at Beauty Reform School, or you can go to the usual place at beautyreformschool.com. And I'm not going to beat you over the head about it. It's really very, very simple. Be kind. Just be freaking kind. And pencils down. Glasses dismissed. And I'll see you next week.